Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Staying Off Topic. Uh, my name is Keith Anderson. I'll be your host or the person talking or whatever. This podcast is about stuff. Everyday stuff. Stuff I want to talk about. Simple and plain. And I do this podcast and we... The tagline for the podcast is, let's see where the focus stops. So... That's basically what I do because I have some form of something going on in my head and I can't stay on topic. So simple and plain. Either way, uh, I want to thank the listeners that listen to Staying Off Topic. I appreciate you. Um, Also want to let you guys know, follow me on Staying Off Topic uh, at Twitter.com. .net. I don't know what it's called. Um, Yeah, that's all the church announcements so far but uh first topic i want to talk about is called n i l n as in nancy i as in igloo l as in larry david um n i l it is called name image and likeness if you know anything about sports whether you do or don't name image, name image and likeness was passed this year 2021 and it was a monumental situation, I guess, that happened in college athletics. Uh, basically, and I'm part kind of start from the beginning. Um, college athletes are amateurs, simple and plain, uh, which means that they can't accept money for their abilities. In most Division One colleges, like Ohio State, University of Mich- Michigan. Uh, University of Toledo, uh, USC, Miami, all those places. Uh, Most of the student athletes are not allowed to work while they play sports. So sports is basically a full time job in those in that division, division one. I played football in a division two school, so I was allowed to work because they didn't give out full scholarships. That's also not true, to be fair. They gave out full full scholarships to people who didn't need them, and they gave partials to people who did need full scholarships. Because, you know, like every other thing in America, it's about who you know, not what you know, not how good you are. And, for example, the guy who played behind me for two years, uh, because I started for three years, uh, my first year he was hurt. No, my first, well... My first year there, I was a freshman. I played two games, three games, or something like that. Uh, my second year there, I started, and the guy that ultimately was behind me after that was hurt. My third and fourth year, I started as well, and he again was behind me um, in my, you know, position. Uh, but either way, the guy who played behind me uh, had a full ride scholarship, and I did not. Uh, obviously, I was better because I started and I was better in everything that we did. And no shade to him. I mean, I guess there's shade, I guess. To be fair, I don't I don't hate him or anything because I didn't know he had a full ride scholarship until later on in life. So, you know, I didn't really care at the time. But uh, yeah, I was better than him in all facets of, facets of the game. So there's that. 
But uh, I know that his parents own a motocross team, and he used to do that. He apparently was part owner as well. Uh, so they had some money, um, and I know they did because he told me they did because uh, we were cool. Um, I unfortunately did not own a motocross team. I did the opposite, which is be poor. So, <laughs> so there's that. Um, but I needed a full ride scholarship and I didn't get one. So my junior senior year, I worked similar plan. Um, enough about me back to NIL. Uh, so like I said, in division one, you can't work. Uh, so they treat football and basketball and all the major college sports as a full-time job. Um, and what happened was uh, throughout the years, boosters or people who were very interested in their team being good would, you know, under the table slide athletes money because they need it. Because a lot of good athletes, to be fair, majority of the good athletes came from places that weren't honestly habitable, but they came from broken areas, poor, you know, food deserts, things like that. So, you know, you toss a kid who's 18, who's really good at football, you know, a thousand dollars, he's going to take it. It doesn't matter what laws he's breaking, which I mean, he wasn't breaking a law, but he was breaking the NCAA's laws and I'm doing the bunny ears. So, uh, you give it, you give a kid a thousand dollars and, uh, he's going to take it no matter what. Uh, so this was technically illegal in the NCAA. Uh, some famous people who got caught taking money, Cam Newton, Reggie Bush, Terrell Pryor, whether you know those names or not, these are some people who did, um, and it became a thing. So they been they've been trying for years to get these kids paid by the university um just on average i think i, I maybe i talked about this before i didn't talk about nil but maybe i talked about other things um but the universities make a ton of money off um off of uh off of the sports teams basically so, uh, for example, uh, I just looked this up, but I, I said, how much money does uh, Alabama football make? That is the University of Alabama. Uh, they are one of the best football teams in the, in the world. <laughs> one of the best college football teams in the uh, United States, in the NCAA, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, they made in 2019, I believe this is. They made a $33 million profit off of the football team. Off the football team. Simple and plain. $33 million. Uh, oh, another thing. Uh, in 2019, the Buckeyes, the Ohio State Buckeyes, and I'm from Ohio, they reported just in football ticket revenue, just selling football tickets for people to come to the game, they made $50.6 million. That's... That's off the backs of majority poor, majority poor, majority brown and black. But I'm going to leave that out of it, guys. I'm not going to get too deep. But players, that's basically it. 
these players come from really broken areas, and but they're really good at football. So this is how much money they make. The football teams themselves do not pay the players. Okay, simple and plain, they don't. They do not play. They do not play. They do not pay the players. So this year, 2021, I think it happened at the beginning of this year. They passed uh, a resolution, a law, or something to where the players now own their own name, image, and likeness, and they can still play college football, and they can still play college sports. This is most important in college football and college basketball and college, kind of caught, no, no, not college baseball, but just those two, basically. And the reason why this is important is because the universities, they sell everything off the backs of these players including the jerseys ticket sales uh memorabilia uh everything for example i was in division two lower division not as popular wasn't on tv i did promo shots i did a tv spot all free of course i didn't get paid uh all for the team to let people know that we were playing this year the, the year that I played. That was my senior year, 2008 slash 2009. So I, I did those things. Now, my school was a Division two school, had maybe a couple thousand students. Um, shit, I think my senior year, we went three and seven. Not good whatsoever. Uh, I didn't make it to the NFL. All the things. Now, think about other schools like Ohio State where you know, maybe 10 players might get drafted or get into the NFL every year. Uh, 10 is, is a lot, but still, sometimes it'd it be like that. Sometimes it'd be like that. Uh, so they have to do, in the Columbus area, they have to do commercials. They go and do events. They go do autograph signings, and they don't get paid for any of it. Okay. So the NIL this year said, hey, the players own their own name, image, and likeness. So... If somebody comes up to them and offers them money to promote whatever you want to promote, like, for example, if, uh, I don't know, Nike came up to a student athlete and was like, hey, you wear Nike all year and we'll pay you X amount of dollars. That is not illegal anymore in the NCAA. So monumental situation. Great things for these student athletes. And I'm so happy. Uh, I used to be on the wrong side of history. I used to be like, oh, why do people need to be paid? They get a scholarship. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I used to be one of those dumb people. And then I realized, no, it's not. There's a lot of people who say, hey, you trade your time and your your skills for uh, education. Okay. But let me tell you what they can't do. You can't miss, you can't miss practice because of your education. You can't miss team meetings. You can't miss away games. You can't miss anything for your education. So, for example, the, again, Division II school. I just want to paint a picture here. Division II school that I played at, uh, we had a couple nursing students. Guess what? Nursing labs were from three to six every day. Or I think it was three days out the week. No, two days out the week. Tuesday and Thursday. Or no. Tuesday and Wednesdays, Monday, Wednesdays, something like that. Doesn't matter. I wasn't a nursery student. I don't know. But it was like two days out of the week. Well, at my school, we only practiced three days out of the week. We practiced Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays. 
my coach, which I loved, said that, you know, three days of practice is, you know, as long as we do what we need to do, that's all we need. Well, our nursing students would miss two of those days of three-day practice. So they gave them an ultimatum, which I personally think is illegal. But, you know, who's going to who's going to who's going to side with the athletes at this point? But they said, hey, either you switch your major or quit. So every time there was an and you know, you don't you don't start labs and I forget what else they call it. Labs and clinicals, I think you don't start that until like your junior year. So you've already played for two years. You've been invested in your, you know, your body, your, your mental, everything for two years. And then you become a, you know, your third year player. And they're like, Hey, you can't major in that. Sorry, figure it out. And obviously if you don't play, you don't earn a scholarship. And I mean, my school, when I got there in 2004 was $30,000 a year. That's when I got there. When I left, it was more not a lot more but thirty thousand was already a lot anyway i think it was around 33 when i left so it went up but yeah that's what happened we had a linebacker my junior year his name was lucas he's a doctor now and he said you want me to play i'll play but i will not be here at practice because i have clinicals because i want to be a doctor because i know i'm not going to the nfl he was the only exception I saw in my four years there, the only one. And he was a straight A student. And I think that's why, because not only was he a straight A student and they knew he was going to become a doctor, but he was really good at, at being a linebacker. That was the only exception, but they didn't like it. They didn't like it at all. They were still pissed about it. OK, again, that's Division two. Now, think about Ohio State. Now, think about, you know, University of Miami. Think about University of Alabama. These kids, again, 2019, the Buckeyes made $50 million. Do you think they give a fuck if you want to become a doctor? Do you think they give a fuck if you want to mispractice to become whatever you want to become out of school? So that whole, oh, you get a free education. You get a free education, the education they want you to get. That's why a lot of, go look. I'm not making this up. A lot of student athletes major in communications, general studies. Why? Because those classes can be manipulated because those classes can be pushed around in different times and different situations. If you're majoring in, you know, uh, nursing or anything medical or something, you know, super specific, those classes can't be pushed around like that. But if you're doing general studies or communications that everybody's taking, you know, if you're if your school has 10,000 students, you know, maybe maybe there's three classes of communications 101, you know, or 201 or 301. Those classes can be moved around. But if only a thousand of the students are doing nursing, maybe there's only one class a semester. So that's something to think about. So the whole scholarship argument doesn't work for me because we're still on their time. Talk to a student athlete who goes to a division one and they'll tell you they have less time. To, matter of fact, fuck it. I can tell you right now, NFL athletes, they they've said on record, they put it on wax and they said, guess what? I have more time playing professional football where I make millions of dollars, more time with my day than I had in college. And, he, and there's a lot of players in the league who say, I never went to class. 
because we didn't have time. You had to watch film. You had to lift weights. You had to go to the trainer. You had to do rehab. You had to go to practice. You had to go to, uh, 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 I was about to say Bible study. God damn, what is it called? Study hall. No, you didn't go to class. That's why it's always funny when certain athletes, and it's not every athlete, and I love that it's not every athlete because athletes are smart, but there's some athletes who maybe they can't speak correctly. Maybe their educational you know, mindset isn't where it needs to be, whatever. People make fun like, oh, you go to college, but you can, you, you know, you end your sentence with prepositions and shit like that. Well, I don't have time to go to class, motherfucker. Who the fuck do you think you are? Like it, it so it really it really annoys me the people who say, "Oh, you get a you get a a scholarship." Well, goddamn. The scholarship may be worth $30,000, but at the end of the day, I'm working working, quote unquote, more than 40 hours a week. I'm making less than minimum wage at that point. I'm making less than minimum wage at that point. That's what people don't understand. So, so a lot of people were really, not a lot, but some people were upset about the NIL. There's, oh, this is going to make it into a professional league. No, kids are still going to play because they want to play. But guess what? They won't go to bed hungry. Because, again, Division Two, I played. Guess what? I went to bed hungry a lot. I didn't have a job. My parents didn't have money. So, there were a lot of times where it's like, hey, our cafeteria is open until 6 p.m., that's when dinner ends. It goes from 4.30 to 6 p.m. That's dinner. Guess what? We get out of practice at 5.45. So what are you going to do? You're going to go take a shower after practice or you're going to go to dinner? Well, sometimes you just got to go to dinner. Okay. I'm a student athlete. So I've worked out today. I practice today because, you know, you got weight room. Uh, I had to miss lunch because I had a class during lunchtime or whatever the case may be. I'm hungry. You think that me eating for 15 minutes from 5.45 to 6 o'clock is going to fulfill me throughout the night when I got to get back up again at 8? It's like, oh, you should have a refrigerator in your dorm. I should, but who's going to buy me food? My parents didn't give me money. God bless them, but they didn't have the money to give me. I had zero dollars. My brother, uh, good on him, he took me to Sam's Club the week that I started college. Okay. So we got like Easy Mac, I got oatmeal, uh, you know, shit that wasn't going to, you know, expire quickly. How long does that last? Two weeks, three weeks, right? There's like 10 weeks in a semester. So what am I going to do? I'm shit out of luck come November. I didn't have a car. I didn't have any other way to make money, but I got that good old scholarship. The fuck does that mean? That means absolutely zero things. So either way. So the NIL happened. So now that means that people can, and the, and the day it passed, the day that they found out it was going to pass, all oh, people were signing deals. I mean, it, it's not even big deals. It doesn't matter though. But what it is, is, is that it gives people an opportunity to make money. The best argument that I heard, the best disagreements in the NIL that I heard, and by best, I mean the dumbest, is, oh, so the star player team is going to make more than the uh, third string bench player. Yep. Well, how is that fair? I was like, 
my point of view is, okay, so then you agree everybody should make $15 minimum wage. So you agree that people should make $20 minimum wage. No, 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 no. No, no, you're a restaurant worker. You shouldn't make that. You shouldn't make that. Well, how is that fair? You only want it to be fair when you want it to be fair. Why can't I want it to be fair? If you own a small business, right, you can't pay $15 an hour, which is fair, and I understand that. But how can you go ahead and say that these kids can't make money just because they're more talented? Isn't that the way capitalism works? Isn't that the way? Isn't that the reason why we, quote unquote, we, uh, speaking in my French language, love capitalism? Isn't that the reason why? That's got to be the reason why. But, you know, what do I know? So either way. So that's one of the best arguments I've heard. Uh, but and by best, I mean, dumbest is that the third string bench player isn't going to make any money. Yeah, that, that's that that happens. That's going to happen. Get better. That's like saying the third string bench player isn't going to play any games. You're damn right. You're not helping me win, sir. You suck. Get in the weight room. Get to the film study. Do what you got to do. But that's what happens. That's real life. Everybody doesn't get a, 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 a fucking certificate. Okay? Simple and plain. The star quarterback, yes, he's going to make more money than the third string bitch player. Yes. Yes. But, you know, it's just basically they don't want these kids to get be paid. That's all it was. With that being said, my biggest problem with this is not that the kids are getting paid. My biggest problem is that the biggest culprit and the biggest money makers aren't paying the kids. The NIL specifically says that any business or entity can come and offer kids money based off services. So if I say, hey, I'm a small business, I'm going to pay you $100 every time you post me on Instagram, that, that, that can happen. That's legal now. Kids have money in their pockets. Guess what? The colleges pay zero dollars still. And they still make $50 million like Ohio State did in 2019. The, the colleges pay nothing still. I personally think the colleges should have to break off the kids something. I think they should have to pay every player to play. No, scholarship and payment. Yes, because they can afford it. They can afford it. Think about it. Put it like this. On the NFL team, there's 53 players at the start of the season. 53. Okay. On a college team, you may have 100. Okay. Uh, sometimes less. Sometimes more. But you have 100. Okay. So let's do some quick math. Right. 100 athletes. Full ride scholarships. You have about, I think, 10 to 20. Okay. So 20 athletes, right? Times, eh, let's say $30,000. Okay. You're talking about $600,000 that the school has paid for their scholarship. That's 600000 Now, the way this is false money to me is because they don't have to cut a check to the university. No, they don't have to cut a check to the university because Keith A. decided to play football at the Ohio State University. They don't have to cut a check. It's fake money. Hey, he's enrolled here now. Your scholarships are covered. Simple. Why would the Ohio State cut a check to the Ohio State? Why would the Ohio State University cut a check to the Ohio State University? Doesn't make any sense, right? They wouldn't pay themselves. They're telling me that I have a scholarship. 
So basically, when it comes around, it's fake money. Like, hey, we're gonna charge you $30,000. Okay, delete $30,000 from the system. No money ever exchanged hands, right? That's how scholarships work. Now, I don't know how many partial scholarships they get, but they get a few, but that's partial. So we're talking, it's not half, it's partial. Do they get half scholarships? Maybe. I don't know the, 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 the entire budget. I just know that you get like 10 or 20. So let's say 24 scholarships. You can't you can't get 100. Then you also have walk-ons, people who pay, who uh, basically pay to play. Simple. You always have like 20. On a big university, you have 20 or 30 walk-ons. And that fills out the 100 people. So not everybody's getting a scholarship. Some people, their scholarship may be $1,000. Like, hey, we'll give you $1,000 a year. $1,000 a semester. So all in all, like I said, $600,000 a year, they pay for full-time scholarship people. 20. Not 100, but 20. So let's round that number up, right? Let's say $600,000 per year that they're giving out to student athletes. Let's say with the partial scholarships combined, and let's say with the with the, uh, the, the people who pay to play, all that comes out to, let's say $5 million. I think it's a lot less than that, but let's say $5 million, okay? So now you got $5 million that the university has quote unquote paid out to the university for scholarships. Okay, let's use a number from 2019, Ohio State made $50 million, okay? So that $50 million, and that, that's, by the way, that's profit. That's not what they made, that's profit. And that was off of only ticket sales. It has nothing to do with memorabilia. It has nothing to do with anything. The first number I read about Alabama was $30,000, $30 million profit. 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 Not revenue, right? Profit. So all the expenses are already taken out when they made this $30, $30 million. So $30 million they made in profit. That includes the scholarships, that includes traveling, that includes feeding the kids on away games, that includes jerseys, that includes upkeep of the stadium, that includes paying the coaches, the staff, uh, you know, in a college team, there's probably about 10 to 15 coaches, the training staff is probably about, uh, there's probably about three people who get paid and the rest are usually uh, students who are in the nursing program or physical therapy program, uh, so they're technically interns or they do work study. So those people aren't getting paid, but they're getting paid. You know what I mean? Uh, then that also includes, like I said, what did I say? Jerseys, uh, equipment, uh, upkeep, uh, you know, power aid for the game, water coolers, the electricity, the lights, all the things that anything can. That includes every every single expense is taken care of. And Alabama profited $30 million. 30. $30 million. As an athlete, if they told me, "Hey, Keith, we have a hundred, we have a hundred people on this team, right? I'm gonna do a little math here, do a little more math here. We're gonna take a million dollars, and we're gonna pay all hundred students on the team. That's a million dollars divided by a hundred. Do we know how much that is, guys? Class, do we know how much that is? Ten thousand dollars." That's every single player. If they, instead of making $30 million profit, if they made $29 million profit and took that million dollars, probably wrote it off for taxes, 
but they took a million dollars to pay a hundred players. That's $10,000. Do you know how much $10,000 could help a student athlete? But again, the universities aren't paying in the NIL. That's a million dollars. I just want to, I want you to sit with that. I want you to understand they're getting over it. $50 million in just tickets alone, Ohio State made. $30 million in profit alone, Alabama made. You're telling me they can't cut a check for $10,000 per student athlete? All the expenses are taken out. That's profit. Man, let me tell you. And there are people, there are people in the world who not want who do not want these kids to be paid. They do not want these kids to be paid. They're upset. Sit with that for a second. Understand that it's exploitation. And then what can you say? Like, hey, you have a chance to get the league. Okay, yeah, I have a chance to be a billionaire too, but that doesn't mean I am. I have a chance to be a millionaire right now, but I'm not. It doesn't matter about the chance. And if you if you want to know, they told us this. They tell every kid in high school the statistical probability of you making it to the NFL as a high school player is astronomical. astronomical and that's just what it is and 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 people don't want to believe it so let me tell you i'll tell you what it is it says i looked it up there are 1,093,234 high school football players in the united states Six and a half percent of those high school players, or 71,000, will play in college. Six and a half percent of high school students will go to play in college. It says, and I'm reading this, the drop-off from college to pros is even more dramatic. Of the college players, of all college players, only 1.2% of college-level players will be drafted to the NFL. And just because you get drafted doesn't mean you make it. And just because you make it doesn't mean you get paid a million-dollar contract. Simple and plain. It says, out of... It says the rule of thumb in football for every hundred high school players, only one plays in division one. Well, in my high school team, we had about 40 players. Another high school team, public high school had 40 players. So out of both high schools, maybe, maybe one of those was going to go division one. Okay. And out of a hundred division one players, at least one will play professionally. So take that for what, what what it's worth. Understand it is what it is. I just wanted to drop that on your head because you know, why not? Um, so yeah, think about that before you disparage athletes as being not smart and dumb jocks. 
they put a lot of their time on the line to play sports a lot and also the ones who do take money illegally at the time they're not buying cars and shit with it they're sending it back home because that's who really needs it the people back home because to be fair in college you do get three square meals a day they may not be timely they may not be great food but you do get three square meals a day that doesn't mean where you came from the people at your house that doesn't mean that they get it that means you get it there's always if you ever grew up in the hood or in a poor area or whatever you want to call it they always talk about getting out how do i get out play sports or rap that sucks that's the truth so either way with that being said guys it was a good time i really felt i knew the subject i understood the assignment as they say on tiktok um either way make sure you follow me on standofftopic at twitter.com um you can find me on all your you know podcasts platforms spotify apple music google music amazon music etc etc um also shout out to slushy review uh go follow our youtube channel we are up to 60 followers 64 followers uh, subscribers sorry on the channel and i'm so excited for it uh me and my buddy chris we do that slushy review podcast where we re- review movies drink slushies and have a fucking good time uh go follow us at slushy review on all platforms uh but this has been your host keith i appreciate it thank you for listening Uh, If you have any questions, uh, talk to upper management. Um, Thank you. And goodbye.